What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. Happy Tuesday. Happy June. Happy Pride. Be who you are in your pride. I think that's how the song goes. Y'all know that video? It was a TikTok that went around and a mom was like so proud of her kid for coming out. And the video was like, hi, my name is... Shantasia and I'm gay and then the mom goes be who you are y'all gotta google it just literally search up be who you are and be like all right Constance I get you y'all gotta start knowing these TikTok references I'm telling you I speak in TikTok granted the fact that I do not really fuck with TikTok for the bullshit they've been on some great videos on there shout out to all the gays shout out to all the trans shout out to all the lesbos shout out to all the queers shout out to everybody because this is our month okay um let's get into yesterday because yesterday's uploading process was too much for me okay so oh my god wait we have an outfit what should we do first let's talk about yesterday's let's talk about yesterday first so yesterday i uploaded my episode i'm watching it back with ashley this is when it's already on YouTube. Boom. I realized that the audio is fucked. I quickly take it down. I get the editing on my laptop. I re-upload. I'm like, all right, the fucking audio is fixed. It should be good. We're watching. We're watching. We get to the end. And then I realized I forgot to trim and edit the end. So I rush and I take it down and I put it back up. <coughs> Excuse me. Yesterday, even after I talked about having intention behind all that I do, I rushed, and in rushing, I did not submit a work of art that I was really happy with. Just because I was a little sloppy with the editing. Like, I feel like, I don't know, all content creators know editing can be annoying. Not even beating myself up for it, but I do not like that I missed all of that. Like, I didn't notice any of those issues until I uploaded it. Like, that is not Constance the Podcast standard. That is not Constance in a standard. Um, when I was younger... I was at like a cakewalk or something with my little brother. And I remember, I don't really remember why this person said it, but they said to us, haste makes waste. Don't remember the context, but I do understand the saying haste makes waste means that when you rush, you wasted your time because you didn't take the time to make sure the shit was all good and gravy. You get what I'm saying? So it's not that yesterday's episode went to waste. I still made sure the shit got up. I still made sure it was on point. But I have taken a lesson from that to make sure that I am taking my time and not always rushing. You know, fast movement does, all, does not always mean success. You cannot rush through life, whether you're a content creator, whether you just live in life, whatever. Take your time. Double check what you do. Have some pride in what you do and ensure that it meets your standards before you let it out into the world. Ensure it meets your standards before you say, I'm done with it. Haste makes waste, everybody. That's a saying I feel like I might as well drop off to you guys. Everybody take your time. Um, take your time with everything. You do not have to rush. It goes back to what? Trusting the process and trusting your journey, right? We ain't got to go into that because y'all understand that I live for that saying, but I'm adding haste makes waste to the list of mantras that I follow because it's a good thing to remember. I mean, it stuck with me all this time, so I need not to ever forget it. And honestly, just chill and not, not feel, I don't know why I rushed through yesterday's I don't know. I think sometimes I get, I, I don't know. I'm assuming, I think. I really didn't take the time to sit and assess it, but I feel like I was just tired of hearing my voice over and over and over again because I typically listen to the audio on several different occasions and I'm just like, I think yesterday I was just like, all right, let's get this out. So I'm taking my time. If that means shorter episodes, that means shorter episodes. I don't necessarily think that's what it's going to mean, but it means constant stop rushing. 
We know I'm a fast talker. We know I'm just fast. My brain pops. Everything pops quickly. I'm going to take it upon myself this month to take it slow. Y'all know that song by Roddy Rich? Slow it down when you come around, round, round. Slow it down when you come around, round, round. Hey, okay. I don't know if y'all listen to Roddy Rich. I'm a Roddy Rich fiend. Ty Dolla Sign and Roddy Rich did what they needed to do. I think every time, I think anytime anybody sees Ty Dolla's, damn. I think anytime anybody sees Ty Dolla Sign's name on a track, you just know it's going to go. If you've never heard that song after today's episode, look up. Slow it down. Ty Dolla Sign and Roddy Rich. Slow it down when you come around, round, round. That's how it goes. That song is a hot song. Y'all got to get into it. Okay, you guys. I slicked down my hair today. Oh, we got to do the outfit. See? This brain too fast. Calm down, Constance. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Outfit. I want to show you guys how I styled this beautiful shirt once before. Okay? Really cute. If you're listening on Apple podcast and spotify you're missing out head on over to youtube to get a good look at it this is how i styled it before right i styled it like this like back in the fall and this is how i style Ooh, this is how i styled the same shirt today i think it's really cute it's just a shirt but because i'm really short i can wear it as a dress and i think it's just giving pretty summertime vibes even though it's cloudy af outside i'm so glad i went to the gym this morning and got everything i needed to do out of the way Ooh, and I hit my four times a week at the gym goal this week. So shout out to me. Round of applause. I had me a good lunch too. What have y'all been doing today? How has y'all day been? How was yesterday? How is the start of June going for you guys? I am in such a good mood, bitch. Did you see that tweet? Oh, bitch. The tweet says, woman 21 is virtually raped by a stranger in meta in Meta's Metaverse app. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Metaverse. I ain't too familiar with the Metaverse. If you want to know more about it, get on Google and look it up. But I did see that a woman was raped while in the Metaverse. Now, to, for my understanding, the Metaverse is, is, a, is a virtual world that you enter using the VR glasses, right? <clears throat> and so instantly I'm thinking, okay, how can you get raped when all you have to do is unplug and disconnect from the game? I read an article on New York Post. The woman goes in detail saying that it happened so fast she wasn't really able to, like, react quick enough. Okay? I guess I understand. I mean, it raises a lot of questions and concerns. What is going on in these video games? Okay. I think, so, first of all, let me say, it's definitely... I don't want to brush it off. Like rape is rape, even if it isn't a video game, because a human did it to another human. Like you're in a world where other people have glasses on. So Bob down the street, your neighbor could literally have glasses on and now he's raping you. And on top of getting raped, she says that there are people watching in the VR world, laughing and passing around vodka and having fun and just joking about it. That's sick. It's really sick when you sit and think about it. You're like, damn, motherfuckers are fucked, even in a virtual world. But we can brush it off. We can say they're just unplugged. But just like cyber bullying, yes, you can log off. But at the end of the day, people need to do better. But how the fuck can they control it? Isn't it crazy? First of all, if for anyone that's wondering like what the rape was, I read into it. The woman says it's kind of like when somebody touches you in the virtual world, you vibrate. So I don't know. I, I don't know how she was able to grasp that it was rape. I really don't know. But she was vibrating. So it was a weird sensation that she was feeling. So I don't know. It's just too much. But now it makes me think about the kids. Okay. 
I don't know the stipulations of being able to play in this meta metaverse game. I don't know. I don't know who's welcoming it, but I do know that kids be using the VR glasses. So y'all check y'all kids because the same sexual assault, sexual abuse, rape and all that bullshit that's happening in this world. Motherfuckers are putting them glasses on and going over there to be fucked up. Why? Because there are no repercussions. Honestly, probably the motherfucker that's raping in the game needs to be assessed because they probably raping motherfuckers in real life. Rape is not a joke. Y'all can't be doing this. Y'all cannot. Consent is a real thing. Everybody teach your kids about consent, but everybody make sure you're monitoring what your kids are doing. And after listening to this, your kids shouldn't even be using them damn glasses and goggles because you don't know who they about to be interacting with. Back in the day, it was just chat room. Club Penguin. Shit was real light. Y'all remember Club Penguin? I used to be on Club Penguin. We wasn't doing nothing on Club Penguin. Sometimes you get in a little igloo with the people. It's like Club Penguin. You just got to know what Club Penguin is to know what it is. I can't really break it down. It's just a bunch of penguins. It's a thing online. It's a game online, right? But the most you're doing is saying like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you know, you're not really touching anybody. But now they're getting into where we, they can touch people. You don't know who your kid is interacting with. Get them glasses and get them goggles and fuck the shit. Like the metaverse is a cool idea, cool concept. Shout out to the people that thought about it, but I don't think the world needed it. Again, I don't know too much. I ain't did too much research, but from my understanding, people are using the metaverse to escape real life. And if you think about the long-term effects of what it could have on society, if social media is enough to misconstrue people's perceptions of life, put people into depression, make people clout hungry and all types of other different ways of fucked up if social media can have such a crazy effect on the human being i don't see why the metaverse wouldn't be able to have the same effects if not worse because people are literally putting these glasses on to assume a new life a new role a new position in this fake world i mean people are buying real estate on these damn metaverses and just doing it's a serious addiction if you listen to constance the podcast right now and you in the meta world metaverse whatever I'm praying for you because I just know, I just know, I just know it's only going to get worse. Now, I have heard that they believe that by some point in time, I don't know the year, Google it. I have heard that they think everybody's going to be a part of this metaverse. I don't see myself being a part of that when motherfuckers can rape and touch me and I can't do nothing about it. Ain't no police over there. And if the police over here ain't doing shit, the police over there ain't going to do shit. What the fuck are they going to do to the boy that raped? How the fuck do you confirm if you were raped or not? And do we take it seriously? Yes, we take it seriously because, again, if your little six-year-old kid says, Somebody raped me in the metaverse. What the fuck do you think is going to happen to that kid? That kid's going to be traumatized forever. Like the vibrating sensation. It's just, I don't know. I have no idea how to fathom or conceptualize what it is that that woman went through, but God be with her and fuck the people that raped because rape in the virtual world is still rape period. And that's no, that's a lot to take in, ain't it? Let me retweet it right now. If y'all want to see the tweet, follow me on Twitter at black mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M zero C-H-A. Um, yes, credible news sources have talked about it. So y'all get into it. Oh my gosh. Look, you can visit strip clubs and hang out with criminals. That's what I'm saying. Your kid is in the VR world talking to Billy and Billy just robbed the motherfucking convenience store in real life. Now your kid connected with them and now they exchanging emails and addresses and now they meeting up and your kid is gone. Get out that VR world, save yourself and look. We're going to play this episode in 10, 20, 30 years. Be like, Constance said it. Don't do it. I ain't buying that shit. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm getting to the age where I'm like, I'm not buying that shit. Like, 
can we talk about how I'm always talking about my age? Like, clearly I'm going through a fucking, like, growing age crisis because I can't get over the fact that I'm growing. But I'm at the age where this phone right here is enough of technology for me. I do not need no damn glasses to take me to a whole nother world so I can fake create a life, bitch. I'm working on this one and I'm fine working on it. So best of luck to y'all in the metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg or whoever else is in control of it. Let me not say Mark because I don't know who created the game. I don't know who created the game. But y'all get y'all brains together and figure out how y'all going to solve these problems because y'all can't be raping. Like, I don't even know what to say, you know? And people are really clowning the woman for not logging off. Like, yeah, log off. But the reality of it is, it's motherfuckers in there trying to rape. Like, make your little joke, hee hee tee tee, but start looking at the bigger picture, okay? Oh my gosh, you guys. Isn't it so crazy how we can just be sitting around reminiscing? Y'all know I love to reminisce on this podcast. You're always reminiscing, right? And then all of a sudden, not even all of a sudden, you're just reminiscing and then you're taking back to a time period in life and you're just having fun, nostalgic, it all feels good. You ever think about how you don't ever, so I don't ever sit and think about how I looked during that time? Like, Lord knows I probably had a fucked up wig on. Lord knows I probably had an outfit that wasn't given. I don't know about that statement for sure, but Lord knows I wasn't looking my best. But the best part about my memory is it isn't focused on that. But when you log on to apps like Snapchat that want to show you your memories, you're constantly reminded of the bullshit you put on and the way you looked and the things you did. The other day I got on Snapchat and I felt cringe. Just the feeling of cringe fly in, out, and all throughout my body. And honestly, I had to sleep off the cringe. I felt so uncomfortable. Um, I saw some things that I did on Snapchat that I should have never did. And it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't any nude photo. It wasn't anything wild. I just was cringe from the wig to the mannerisms to the behavior. It's like, damn, Constance, you really glued and grew up. Oh, my God. Y'all remember the glow up challenge? First of all, let's finish with Snapchat. Snapchat, stop showing me them fucked up wigs that I used to wear and them crazy ass memories. I don't want to see it no more. But it's a blessing that I have those memories because nowadays I don't even print out pictures. I need to go print out pictures. I have amazing pictures of me and my friends, my girlfriend, my family. I don't print them. I'm I'm just so used to technology and that's sad too. I gotta get right. I really gotta get right and start capturing my memories and saving them. Because what happens if I lose this phone? You know how many phones I done gone through and how many pictures and memories I done lost? So shout out to Snapchat, but at the same time, fuck you. Because it's cool that I get to see shit that I was doing in 2015, but at the same time, I really don't wanna see that. I don't I don't wanna remember that. But it's cool to have that as an option. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm torn in between it. It's just not a good not a good feeling when I get on that app and I see something weird that I was doing or saying. And then I have to ask myself, did you post this or did you just save it to your memories? I hope you just saved it to your memories. But knowing me back then, I probably posted it. It's all just sad. But it's crazy how them weird things that we used to do, them wild, the wild ways, our old ways make us who we are today. Isn't that amazing? Like I get on here and I talk about, you know, how I've transformed over the years and how I was fucked up and this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. I had to go through those phases to get to where I am today. That form molded and shaped me into this amazing being. So I'm not regretful of the bullshit, but I am surprised that that bullshit did exist. I will say that much. What was I talking about before? The glow up challenge. I remember the glow up challenge. We be having a ball of a time boy we had a time last night we be having a crazy ass time on um i hope y'all got that reference tiktok reference um we be having a crazy ass time on the internet coming up with crazy ass challenges the glow up challenge y'all remember when we used to get on the internet and stunt 
we show how we look 10 years ago and then we show how we look right now and everybody's like oh yeah she glowed up for real like it was a there was like a badge of honor if your glow up was like a severe glow up like you really freaked them with the glow up but really all that happened was you literally just grew up and <laughs> puberty hit and that was it we were applauding natural life changes the internet is a wild place. That's what I'm saying. We can really have ourselves thinking that things are important and things are cool. And for the while, for the longest time, the glow, I think the Globe Challenge came out when I was probably senior in high school or like freshman in college. And that point in time, it was really boosting my ego. Like, yeah, I glued up, I glowed up, I whooped. Okay, yeah. Feel good about the glow up. But social media is so shallow, so superficial. All the shit we all already know. It just had it can really make a person feel more superior than they are, not superior than they are. Feel how you want to feel about yourself. That's not what I'm telling y'all to do. It's just amazing how social media can have an effect on your brain and have an effect on your perception of yourself and have an effect on your perception of others. But I ain't going to tell y'all to get off social media. Just make sure y'all know what y'all doing on there. But don't get in that VR world game. Don't do that. Okay. Did we talk about it? I slicked my hair down. I don't know if we talked about it or not. Real quick. Hair is given, right? I slicked it down. I got right. I have some big plans after today's podcast. I'll talk about it tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. I really big plans, right? And so I got right, got my hair done, and I am loving it. I need to go in and dye it, add some color, get right. Not color, but like re-bleach it, right? Um, but this is just, I'm so in love with this. I can't believe I was bold enough to do this. This was, this was like at the top of my hair bucket list. I told y'all I have a hair bucket list. You know what I've seen girls doing recently on TikTok? I've been seeing girls, which I probably need to do, make a calendar, like a hairstyle calendar. So for the month of June, you have your hairstyles already picked out. So you know, boom, I'm doing this in June. What is after June? July, August, you have the, I had to sit and think like, what month? Okay. <laughs> you have your hair picked out for all the months. And I think that that's something that I need because I get really stressed out. Like, what do I do? 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 But if it's already pre-planned, then I don't have to worry about it. Do I ever make a mistake when choosing my hairstyle? No, but it doesn't hurt to be prepared. As a black woman, you just have to be prepared. Right. But I wanted to get into hairstyles. Do you guys ever feel like, please comment down below. Do you guys ever feel like you receive different treatment? from people based on the hairstyle that you're rocking. I can most definitely say that I have experienced different treatment from different people depending on my hairstyle. I've had so many different hairstyles. I don't have everything you can think of except for actual dreadlocks. Let's talk about it. When I had an afro, when I had an afro, I was getting no cap. I was getting a lot of this, like literally the fist. Um, I lived in LA when I was rocking the afro for real, for real. And a lot of people will stop me and say, literally, with the fist, I love your hair. Your hair is beautiful. Your hair, your hair, your hair. Yes, sister. Rock on, sister. Shit. I ain't even gonna lie. Even in Virginia with the afro, I used to get this. Like, if I be at the gym with my afro, I would get this. Put this fucking fist the fuck down. To the people on podcast streaming platforms, I'm talking about the fist. People will really throw up the fist. When you see a girl with an afro, do not throw up the fist. Like, yeah, black power, but nigga, I'm black by default. Like, I'm just black. And it's just my hair by default. So put that fist the fuck down because I'm not feeling this at the fuck all. Put it the fuck down. Okay. I used to get that a lot. I used to feel like people would approach me to have meaningful conversations. You know, 
was never superficial conversations that people would approach me and want to talk with me about. Like I would get a lot of people trying to put me onto things like healthy things. Like, I think people assume that I was like vegan or something. A lot of people would talk to me about, I remember one guy was like, have you ever heard of, which now that I said think about it, probably wasn't an appropriate thing to say. Have you ever heard of MAGA root or something like that? And I was like, no, we're randomly. Bless me. I think that was my first time sleeping on the podcast. Okay. Um, he asked me about MAGA root, right? And he gets to talking about how the, it's benefits. And one of the benefits being, I think, I don't think he actually mentioned it. I think I went home and I looked it up. But one of the benefits were like a higher or approved sex drive, something like that. I don't know. Anyways, people would just talk to me as if I was a vegan. It's just different, right? When I, oh my God. And a lot of people would say, yeah, I love to see women with this instead of that shit. They would always say that. Like, nigga, what the fuck shit you talking about? And nigga, what the fuck made you open your mouth and even talk to me about my hair? Focus on whatever the fuck you got growing on. I don't know why we in the same space right now, but why we in the same space right now, focus on whatever you got to do in this space. People are weird. Okay, next. Whenever I'll rock my hair actually in like twist, two strands twist or something, nobody will ever speak to me. Cool, not a problem. Whenever I will wear a weave, that's when you can get the weirdos on the street that just try to start hollering at you, especially... When I would do like eccentric hair colors, not eccentric, just bright hair colors. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. The colorful weave gave me a little bit too much attention. Like too many people were talking to me. One time, one time I had um, for prom in high school, I had gray weave. I showed you guys my prom pictures one of these days, right? And I was booking a hotel. I was actually rejected from booking at the hotel because they assumed I was a prostitute. That's crazy, ain't it? They assumed I was a prostitute. They told me they kicked me out earlier this week. And that just wasn't the case because I didn't book there earlier this week. And um, the hotel that we stayed at, there is a known prostitute that would be around the area. I mean, Rinky Dink Hotel. So I don't know why they was acting like they had some high standards as far as who they invite into their place. But, yeah, they denied me because the hair. I think the hair and the outfit, I was obviously in like, you know, I wasn't in prom clothes. I was just like chilling vibe clothes. That's actually fucked up that they did that. Um, looking back, I probably shouldn't have booked there and I probably should have cussed their ass out. I wouldn't cuss their ass out now, but that version of me was cussing people out. So they deserve to cuss out. You know what I'm saying? All right, boom. What other hairstyles? This hairstyle, everybody loves this hairstyle. I get a lot, a lot, a lot of compliments. Whenever I'm bald headed, I get the most compliments though. Like just the most compliments. People complimenting me on my face, to my hair, to my whatever. Short hair, I get the best treatment. Like short hair is really the best treatment. Hands down. So I want to know for you guys, what are the hairstyles that really get people going for you? How are you treated with all your hairstyles? Women. Guys, too. I would love to hear guys, especially. Um, I know right now, both of my brothers wear, like, cornrows. Both of my brothers, they they have, they, they're growing their hair. So they're doing, like, cornrows, twists. But I hear a lot of women saying negative shit about cornrows and twists. I would just love to know everybody in general. Everybody, comment down below. Let me know what type of treatment you receive from your hair. Like, let me know what type of treatment you receive based on the different hairstyles that you have. Is this something that you can even recollect experiencing or noticing? Please comment that down below. I remember when I studied abroad in Argentina and I had my Afro, I was just sitting in class and all of a sudden I felt something touching my hair. So I turned around and, you know, if somebody did this in the United States, they would put their hand the fuck back. This nigga hand is still boldly in my hair, touching it. I'm looking at the nigga. I'm like, don't do that. All right, I get back to my work. Why the fuck I start feeling shit touching my hair again? I look back, 
And I'm like, don't do that. He's like, I just never seen it before. Okay, it don't matter if you've seen it before, if you've never seen it before, if you want to see it tomorrow. I don't care what the fuck you feeling. You don't touch me, nigga. Don't never, ever, ever put your hand in a black girl's hair. I feel like all black people watch this, but if you ain't black and you watch this, don't touch my hair. Did I take it personally? I didn't take it personally, but nigga, you in my personal space. That's how I felt. Like, you don't do that. Because how would you feel if I was just touching your hair? That's not normal. That's not right. We don't talk. We're not cool. Don't do that. Um, I have never had that happen in the United States. I think when I was younger, obviously, you know, when you're younger, you let the white kids touch your hair because you let them touch your hair. You ain't realize that it was something wrong with that. But at this age, don't do that. You know what? I really don't like answering questions about my hair to white people. I feel like at this point in my life, y'all know the answers. And if you don't know the answers, Google is your best friend. Google it. I'm not about to keep giving you an explanation on how I got my hair like this, why I got it like this. You don't really care. And if you do care, Google it. I don't care to explain it. If I'm in the mood, if I fuck with you, yeah. But by the point I'm fucking with a white person, they already know. What's y'all take on Karens? What do y'all constitute as a Karen? Who is a Karen? To me, I personally thought all white people were Karens until proven innocent. I really did think so. But I've been seeing and I've been hearing a lot of white people calling other people. Mm -mm -mm. I've been seeing a lot of white people call other people Karen. And whenever I hear it, I think to myself, aren't you a Karen? So what are, you, what are the rules on the Karen thing? I think I thought they were all Karens because I think they're all pretty much liable to call the police to do some bullshit as they ha all have. Comment that down below. What makes a Karen? Do they got to call the police before they're a Karen or are all white people Karens? How does that work? I don't really actually, I actually don't use Karen. I would never tell somebody they're a Karen. That's not in my vocabulary. But I saw some discussion on Twitter about people going back and forth about who's a Karen, what's a Karen, this a Karen, how's a Karen? I'm like, ain't they all just Karens? What's the worst Karen experience you've ever had, Karen? I remember one time it was pouring down raining. Pouring down raining. I'm in my apartment complex, but I'm not near my apartment. It was, pour you know, when it pours down and rains for like a quick, like two minutes, but the rain is so heavy, it's like everybody be inside. That scary ass, dark ass rain, everything dark. It's pouring down raining, right? I'm with Brianna, I'm with my little brother. We're kids, we're like... 16 maybe me and Brianna are 16 17 my little brother like 15 we noticed it starts raining so we run in an apartment building because it's pouring down raining and we didn't have umbrellas and by the time we would have got to our place we would have been soaked a white woman opens her door and closes it she opens the building door and closes it rain is still pouring rain is still pouring we knew she wanted to say something because the way she was looking but she ain't saying nothing the first time. Second time she comes back, she opens the door. She's looking. This time she says, do y'all live here? The do y'all live here question is stupid to me. Because, bitch, yes. Now what? Bitch, no. Now what? Okay. Anyways, she comes out. She's like, do you guys live here? You guys can't stand here. Just making a ruckus. To me, it's like, ma'am. Where the fuck you think I'm about to go in this fucking rain? I don't remember what the fuck we said to her, but it was pouring down raining and she was so irritated and just keep on asking questions and talking. So I believe we left. I believe we left and we got rained the fuck on. And it's like, bitch, look the fuck outside. You think I want to stand in this raggedy ass building? Ain't nothing special about this dumb ass building. Bitch, what the fuck you think? Somebody I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like... I don't get it. Why would somebody want to call the police or disturb somebody that's not bothering them? 
Why are you even looking out your window to see or your door to see who's here? That's why I don't know. My neighbors have a ring camera. I live in an apartment. I ain't even mad at them having a ring camera. You should probably get a ring camera if you're that worrisome about people doing stuff so you can catch them in the act. But ain't nobody doing stuff. Nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, people ain't doing stuff. You know what? Um, On one of these episodes with April, we were talking about she's afraid of kidnapping. And let me be clear. I want to be very clear. I do understand that kidnapping happens. As a woman, we all know the cons of being a woman. And one of the top cons is, bitch, kidnapping, sex, trafficking, all that there, right? But I will say that, and let me say this too. I'm not naive to the fact that it can happen, but I just try not to think about it. I really try not to fucking think about it because I will worry myself the fuck to death. Because it is sad. I don't even know how we got into the topic of kidnapping. But I wanted to clear that up. Let me clear this up, too. On the episode with April, I was like, I want somebody to make a fake account. Have y'all ever seen the movie Clickbait? It's not giving clickbait energy. If you make a fake account, you getting blocked right the fuck away. Everybody going to report the page. That's it. You just make the fake account to, like, get back at your nigga. You know what I'm saying? You're not making a fake account to go to the depths of the ends. Have y'all ever seen the movie Clickbait or show Clickbait? I think I've talked about it before. Spoiler alert. Uh, a guy is framed first of all a guy is fucking kidnapped and being tortured and the shit is being live streamed so everybody is watching trying to figure out where the fuck this person is his family especially is trying to figure out where this where where they're where the dad is wherever the guy is whatever the family member that they have is right so i don't know if you've ever seen those like crime shows where the community gets together to piece together where a missing person is they take context clues and clues distributed all throughout the videos and films and pictures to try to figure out where the missing person is, right? So that's pretty much what's going on in the fucking show. Come to find out the guy that was kidnapped was actually framed for killing a woman, but he didn't actually kill the woman. The woman committed suicide, but the woman committed suicide on account of her and this guy breaking up. But she wasn't actually dating the guy. So she was dating the catfish that was using the guy's picture. So the nigga was framed. You get it? We not doing, don't do that. I'm not trying to speak none of that into existence. So matter of fact, nobody use my picture. But if you do, make sure you use a good fucking, make sure you use a good fucking picture and a good fucking storyline. But don't fucking use my shit. You get me? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I'm not trying to be framed for nothing. I'm like, let me clear that up because... The tongue is a powerful thing. Okay, you guys. What are we doing now? I feel like we babbled on about a lot of stuff. I don't even know what the fuck we went ahead and babbled about. But let's run a brief intermission and then we'll come back doing a vice column submission and we'll tap out, all right? Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. In the midst of talking about clickbait, I don't know why I'm smiling because it's about to get pretty scary. Not scary, but true crime. I'm not into true crime stuff. I don't watch CSI. What's it? What is it? CSI? I don't know. I don't watch that stuff. 
because I don't want to add to the paranoia that I already have as a woman, you know, trying to not manifest things and think about things. And I told y'all, my dad always used to make me watch America's Most Wanted. So I'm good off that. Anyways, in the midst of that, I found a really good Reddit. This is at the top of the pick. So God chose this one for me. Okay. We're going to get into it and we'll give an advice or talk or give our opinions. Okay. Today's advice column submission reads, dear Constance, my husband hasn't come home since last Saturday. There is a screenshot of a text message from her husband, I'm assuming. And this is what the screenshot says. Hello, love. It's Adrian. There's no need to worry. I'm staying at a motel out of the state for a while for work. Sorry, I haven't contacted you. My phone bill was cut off without me knowing, but I'm safe. No need to worry. You should be able to contact my coworkers. Their numbers are, and then puts the coworkers numbers. Just give them a search for me. If you wish to hear from me again, don't worry. I'm eating like a king. That's all for now. Hope this message finds you easy enough from Adrian. I'm a 30 year old female and my husband is 32. He left for work last Saturday at 8.15 in the morning and never came home. I spoke to his sister and she advised me not to call the cops. She seemed very adamant about this decision. I feel as though I shouldn't go against what his family decides, but this is so out of the ordinary for him. In the weeks beforehand, he'd been acting skittish, almost paranoid, kind of watching his back, I suppose. I don't know of anyone that would see my husband as an enemy. He's a lover, not a fighter. I just can't seem to wrap my head around this whole situation. Um, I called his sister. His mother picked up instead. She sat it and cussed me out for about 10 minutes and still didn't answer the question. I couldn't get a hold of his workplace, but I, but I'm going to his sister's place to confront her. His sister wasn't home. His mother answered the door and she shut it almost straight away. Okay. And then she talks about how she got the message. So I'm not clear. I'm not sure on when she got the message, but in this situation, what I would do if I was you is fuck the family. I'm calling the police. If my wife is missing, why the fuck would I sit around and wait? Honestly, it's like you call the police. You know what the police does. They'll hit you with the, has it been 72 hours since this person's been missing? The police are so ineffective and so useless. When it comes to shit like this. But what the fuck can you do? You know, I'm not a call the police advocate. But when your family is missing, you call the police. Fuck the immediate family, bitch. You the immediate family now. You call the shots. They not answering no questions. You got to call the police. It's Tuesday. If you haven't been home since Saturday, if any one of my family members haven't been home since Saturday and I haven't heard from them, I'm calling the cops. Are the cops going to help? I don't know. But I'm taking as many measures as I can. Even I might even start a fucking search party. Your picture's going all over the internet, and I'm asking who has seen you. So, yeah, all you can do is call the police, and you can let the family know, look, if I don't hear, if y'all don't let me know where my husband is, or if y'all can't confirm whether or not you've heard from my husband, the cops is getting called. I wouldn't even give them the ultimatum. The cops is getting called. You can let them know, look, the cops is getting called because I don't know where my husband is. I don't care how y'all feel about it, but I'm solving this shit for my family. Boom, in the phone call. Call the cops to get it started. Start the search party. Do what you got to do because that's looking like your only option. This is crazy. And you can't get in contact with the coworkers. You can't get a hold of the workplace. You need to drive to the workplace. That's what you need to do. Drive your ass to the workplace and look and see what's going on and talk to the boss. I don't play about family. One thing about me, I'm adding. If one and one ain't adding up to two, bitch, I'm doing the math myself. And I'm going to get the motherfucking results. 
because I don't know what's going on here, but this ain't right. Yeah, that's crazy. So what would y'all do in this situation? I would love to hear y'all's perspective, y'all point, y'all, y'all. I would love to hear what the fuck y'all got to say. Today's episode turned out to be a lot longer than I thought it would be. Let's open the Let's Get Deep box. Do, 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 do. We're just going to pick a random one. We've already answered this one. I think I've already answered that one too. If a fortune teller could tell you one thing about your future, what would you ask? You want to be, you, you guys know what? I would not take, I don't want to know nothing from a fortune teller. I am so big on just like spiritually. That doesn't sit right with me. Like I don't do the tarot cards. I don't do the horoscopes. I don't do any of that shit. I'd rather just not know. Like don't, I'd rather just not know. I don't, I don't have a clear reason as to why I don't fuck with that shit. But I just don't fuck with it. So I'm a pass on the fortune teller. I'm a pass on the tarot cards. I'm a pass on the talking to the shells. I'm a pass on the Ouija board. I'm a pass on all that shit. Y'all know what? A lot of people like to think that that shit is fake voodoo, witchcraft, all that shit. Let me tell you what happened one time. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to spend the night like to do sleepovers, right? But my mom finally let me do one sleepover. So I go to the sleepover and... I'm questioning if I should tell you all the race of the girls. I'm not going to tell you all the race of the girls. But I'm with a bunch of girls. And they're like, let's play a game. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Never heard of that a day in my life. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, They tell one of the girls to lay the fuck down. And they start, everybody puts two fingers underneath the person. And they start chanting the shit. The name of the game. They start chanting the light as a feather, stiff as a board. And all of a sudden... The girls start lifting off the fingers. I'm getting scared. The wind is howling. I think it was a whistle and the motherfucking something banged. I don't do that. I don't mess with that. I don't mess with that. People think that this world is simply flesh. Honey, there are spirits roaming and raging. And I'm not playing with not one of them things. Talking to the dead, I don't do it because I think that that shit is real. You conjuring up something. I don't welcome that. May God cleanse my soul of that whole experience I cried mm-hmm. I sure did cry and I think I was holding on to whoever was next to me if any of y'all girls come across this y'all know y'all know I cried I'll be 100% honest about the experience I cried and for the rest of the night I realized why it's better off I sleep at home because that's witchcraft honey I, I told you I grew up in a Christian household. We don't do that. We don't we don't play them games. I never even heard of that. When I was a kid and they used to be like going to the bathroom and say Bloody Mary, I said, hell no. Why the hell would I do that? I don't do that. I don't like to be scared. I don't play with that. So what was the question? Fortune teller, hell no. Because I don't know what spirits you conjuring up and I ain't about to be in the midst of that. So them spirits can be following me and walking around with me. Nope. Not doing it. I don't care how ignorant that sounds, bitch. It sounds real realistic to me. We're going to end today's show. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you love today's show, please leave me a review and a rating. We're trying to get 20 by the end of this month, so please make a shake. Head on over to the podcast app on your phone. If you don't have the phone, get it in the Apple Store. Just search for Apple Podcasts. It'll come up. Download it. Search for Constance the Podcast. Leave me a review and a rating. Appreciate it. And thank you. Um, follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal pages on social media if you want to keep up with me outside of this podcast. Um, follow me at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. That's definitely where you got to go if you want to see the bitch. Did you see that tweet? 
I'm on Pinterest and I'm also on YouTube. I dropped a May of month vlog. Check it out. Jews month of vlog is already in the works. I'm recording every day of this month. We following and we following my journey until stardom. And as I talk to y'all here on this podcast, I'm also vlogging my life. So if you want to see what I've been doing the past couple months and what I'm doing for the rest of my life, follow or subscribe to Black Mocha on YouTube. B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Screenshot this, post it on your Instagram story. Let me know you made it this far. What else, y'all? If you want your music featured on the show, send me an email, podcast at gmail.com. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget that you can watch Constance the Podcast on YouTube. Just search for Constance the Podcast. And if you want to listen to me on the go and not stay in the YouTube app, you can do so as well. Just search for Constance the Podcast on any podcast streaming platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you'll find me. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed rest of your Tuesday and happy pride. Be who you are for your pride. Peace.